Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sachdeva and you are listening to Trending Diary the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today I'm in conversation with Vivan Kabir, a dynamic student from Bombay, a debater, speaker and international relations freak, highly passionate to speak about issues around the world, essentially started from the dining table and grown up after the observations around the world. also the founder of an organization south asian youth exchange which came to be the region's first digital youth summit on six of the most pressing issues today from the human rights to the climate change he also hosted student leaders from eight countries and formulated policy based suggestions vivan is all about connecting with people discussing solutions to the world's biggest problems the one thing which he analyzes after talking to so many people around the world is Let's figure it out. Hey, Vivan, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on. How are you? I'm good as well. Thank you so much for getting the time out of your such busy schedule of exams. No problem. So, Vivan, first thing I'm really curious to know, which you are inspiring me to do, Vivan. what motivates you to start the organization at certain age at this early what's the need you felt so essentially with my organization at least the south asian youth exchange the motivation for me started in in two parts and i'll, I'll sort of tell you about both so the first was obviously the fact that you know today in not only in india but um, all over the region around the world you can see that a lot of our politics a lot of our decision making is becoming pretty dated and i'm a as you know a politics uh, enthusiast i love reading about what's going on around the world you know what policies are working what policies aren't on um, and so because of that i have i sort of started noticing a trend where you know a lot of the policies that are being Uh, implemented a lot of the new schemes that are being used in our countries are very outdated and say in 20 30 years when a new generation starts coming into our parliaments it really won't work with the need for sustainability that we do have um, nowadays uh, so sort of the desire to get involved with politics the desire to start getting to know more about what me as a teenager can do to uh, transition from today's sort of governance to tomorrow's Uh, and the second thing was and the reason why i you know started reaching out and working with so many people from um south asia like eight other countries was because i personally did not know anyone else from these countries and that to me just showed how disconnected we were as a region and um, you know this extends to our classrooms as well and uh, i was told you know one day in, in my classroom that out of all these regions in the world out of all these um continents south asia as a as a as a alliance and as a uh, region is actually the most disconnected uh, that there is uh, and that sort of put me off because i was slightly curious because with for a region with so much potential uh, whether it's economic potential whether there's cultural potential we just aren't connected as much as the european union or 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 the americas um and so i wanted to connect with other people from these other countries of my age uh, to just get to know why we are so sort of disconnected and start to bridge these relationships and thankfully that also worked um being from india for example one of the countries that we are so connected yet 
away from is Pakistan and I have not had a friend from Pakistan, you know, at any point in my life. And so I was just curious to speak to someone from then. So I got in touch with someone and, you know, I started making so many of these connections and personal friends that uh, came out of this whole uh, operations. So that's, that's two of the things that drove me to start the organization. Mm-hmm. And I really, really love this point when you said that it's really important to, you know, get ourselves connected. And, you know, I can completely resonate with you at point because the things I am doing uh, align with the same purpose, connecting with people all around the world and to bridge the gap between us. So I really love that you as such a young age taking this initiative and doing something on your own basis. Otherwise, people are just something. Also, after experiencing that, after connecting with so much people all around the world, what things have you found that how we are so much unique and how we are so much, you know, similar to each other? What are those things? That's a very good question. So, um... Obviously, for those who are listening and, and aren't fully aware, uh, through the organization, we sort of connected and spoke about these issues with students aged, say, 16 to about 19 from all the eight countries in South Asia. And, um, you know, I, I'll tell you, it was actually a very surprising experience. I came out of it with a very different mindset than I thought I would. Um, and partially, that's because of how astonished I was at how similar we are. You know, being from South Asia, you can barely tell anyone apart. Uh, You know, when we had these big Zoom calls with some 200 plus people, um, you could pass it off as a big Zoom call with someone from the same school. Everyone looked so similar, spoke so similar, and there weren't that many differences simply because our countries aren't that far apart and our cultures aren't that far apart either. But apart from that, I think... um, one thing that I, I really liked and that stays with me till today is that we all connected just off the notion of being young and being a teenager in 2020 or 2021. Uh, and it, you could really notice it as well. You know, we, we were all, you could have someone from Bangladesh speaking to someone from Bhutan who's never interacted before. And, you know, they are having conversations smoothly about the same topics, the same memes, the same jokes, the same news. Uh, and it just shows and it was really nice to see how unknowingly connected we are. And while we may not have spoken before or connected before uh, or had any sort of conversation before, there were a lot of things that we had to speak about and we did speak about. Um, so that's one thing. I think the similarity of simply being young um, really struck a chord in everyone that I interacted with. And it was a surprise to everyone. Till today, I I speak with people who were part of our summit and they um, still tell me about how surprised they were that they could speak with someone from a country that they never thought they could uh, and that conversations could go so smoothly as well. Mm -hmm. Again, this reminds me of a story. Like I remember during a just uh, I was a part of an initiative where we are having this soft skill development and the people from all around the world. And I got into a breakout room where a Pakistan, Pakistani girl was there. And we always have this, being Indians, we have always been taught, taught, taught like that, that 
Pakistanis are not good. You're not supposed to be befriend yourself with the Muslim, something like that. But the moment I get into the room, the conversation we had for the 20 minutes, you won't realize that how much similar we are. So it was a very professional conversation, but somehow it ended with the conversation with the biryani, similar kind of fashion choices we have, the food choices, the TVs, the songs we love to hear. So very right that it's really important culturally we are really similar to each other irrespective of the thoughts we have just created or the boundaries we have created on ourselves right also Vivan, in the covid 19 what i have realized that asian community have been a victim of hate whether you talk about the george floyd story of racism especially the south asian or I'm talking about the most recent being the racism driving shootings and attacks on the Asian community, whether in the US or any other part of the country. So why is it? Why do you think that we hate so much? That's a very profound question. And I think that can be extended mm -hmm. to any country or any year. But, you know, I think it comes down to perspective. It comes down to what lens you're seeing it from. Uh, you mentioned mm -hmm. the... Um, racist attacks or racially motivated attacks that happened in the US recently. Um, I think that's just one example. And honestly, we hear and we rally a lot about issues that we hear about. Uh, but I can yeah. assure you there's millions of other issues, more grave or less grave, that we don't even hear about, forget, talk about. Um, now, we live in, in a world where the United States or generally Western media or the Western world holds a monopoly over our entertainment, holds a monopoly over what we consume, what we think, what we uh, listen to. Uh, and because of yeah. that, you're seeing a lot of, um, you're seeing a lot of these issues that happened in the United States being blown up uh, across the world. Whereas you have say racism and obviously racism against uh, say the African-American community in the United States is very grave. It's, it's deep-rooted and it's been happening for a long time. Uh, but at the same time, when uh, such a racially motivated attack in the United States can have such an effect over the world where you have kids from India, you have kids from Bangladesh, you have kids from Japan posting about uh, such an incident. Uh, but at the same time, for years now, in India, we have um, caste, we have the caste system where you have uh, people from the Dalit community being discriminated at 100 times the rate, at 100 times the numbers of people uh, in America. You have, today you have Muslim communities, Muslim uh, ghettos at a whole being vandalized, being um, threatened, uh, but no one's raising their mm -hmm. voice about it. You have Uyghur Muslims in China. It's, it, it's endless. Uh, you asked me, why do we hate? It simply comes down to the fact that we don't want to hear about the other side. Uh, I promise you, like you said, like you and I have spoken to someone from Pakistan, so much hate that's been created between, you know, India, Pakistan. I, I promise you, if any Indian person was to sit down with a counterpart from Pakistan and genuinely talk about issues which are non-political and are issues that every human has to face, they would hate the other country for no reason, much less. Um, and again, it just comes down to the fact that we need to see everything from a perspective of universalism uh, and just because it's happening in the United States or just because some certain celebrity is talking about it or some Instagram account is posting about it doesn't mean that's a priority issue uh, and so there's 
multiple issues going on in everyone's countries at all times mm-hmm. and uh, there's a one thing that yes on india whether you talk about any other country us has a great influence very much great influence whether we talk about the pop culture whether we talk about the entertainment even the politics more than our politics we are much interesting but what's happening with the trump what's yes. happening with the obama you know so it's the kind of influence they have created don't know what's the psychology behind it but yeah deep down we all have this share share some similar feelings you said again and we have much topics to talk on less than just a george floyd case and talking about the india yes the casteism is there there are lots of other issues but again this is one thing i really love to address that more than hate if we try to focus on the love part what's what's making us connected as you mentioned then when we shift our point of view in the more universal way half of the things get resolved you know there would be less crime people would be more into joy yeah. and uh, before wrapping it up ivan what is the one trend that you really want to see more evolving in the new world or i should say one trend that you want to see more embraced in the new era uh there's a lot of funny answers that i can give as well uh but uh, to give you a more straightforward answer i think i would derive that from my previous answer as well and that's that we just need to start talking more we just need to start discussing more and we need to start talking with people that we disagree with i think there is a um, there's a large amount of apathy today in the world where we don't really care that much about someone that isn't really affecting us uh, or a community that isn't too connected with us and we need to start sympathizing we need to start um learning about cultures and communities other than ours um unfortunately this isn't a trend that's increasing it's a trend that's decreasing especially in india uh, and especially with something like politics where you have people that are stuck to their ideology and simply want to preach about their ideology but don't want to discuss anything with someone of the opposing ideology personally i've had some of the most insightful and helpful conversations with people that i disagree with when i find someone that's of the opposite side of politics from me i that the first thing i do is start talking about something with them because i know that there would be argument and i love argument because argument always leads to when done in a civil manner but i think argument always leads to us opening our minds to um other perspectives uh, but there are also a lot of arguments today that we're seeing that aren't open to other perspectives people simply shouting and going on preaching about their own things so i think discussing with open minds and talking to people that we disagree with or were told wrongly about uh that's definitely something that we should start doing more and that i've started doing more at least and also what i believe it's more than you mentioned that sympathizing i guess it's more important to empathize not just sympathize with people because somewhere until unless you are putting ourselves into the shoes of others you're not able to see you know somewhere it can happen that sympathizing can lead to an emotional fall or something like that but and again talking with someone with different perspective who maybe match with or dismatch with mismatch with it surely open up our mind to different things yeah 
so so what is the best political lesson you have learned so far so i know it's very early to ask you you are still about to learn lots and lots of all it's just you have started but still after conversing what what is the best political lesson you have learned so far political lesson because you are much as you mentioned i what i can feel from your conversation that you are so much you your heart and your mind and your soul is inclined towards it i think one uh, to say a political lesson that's that that's hard uh, to okay the best lesson whatever no you i can, can break it down i can speak about that so um a political lesson i think something that's really interesting is as much as we say you know learn from our mistakes learn from history i think one thing about politics is that we never learn from history and that history always repeats itself um having studied politics and history i see you know a lot of the of the governments a lot of the leaders that we um we shun that we sort of say that oh you know this is a bad example of history this is a bad example of politics it's repeating itself in as rapid of a manner as it can um one day i'm studying history about something that someone like hitler um did in in nazi germany and the next second i'm on the news and i'm like this is exactly what happened 80 years ago and where where sort of um letting it repeat itself again um so i think it it is a lot to do with the fact that people um don't realize that politics is so inherent that it affects everyone and um unfortunately a lot of people with privilege uh, i mean i am also you and me uh, being able to simply speak on online uh, speaks of privilege but there's so many people that are so affected by every issue that happens that we don't like we essentially fail to recognize um that politics is so some people are just yeah oh business uh, you know uh, finance and politics so politics is what determines people's lives livelihoods altogether are altered by politics so if you talk about a political lesson again going back to my point of even in india i see so many similar policies so many similar ideologies repeating itself from periods in history and leaders that from history that we shun uh, and that's not good and and i think more people are speaking about it we have more um people trying to raise their voice while at the same time we have a lot of people whose voice is being suppressed um media suppression is something that we're seeing every day uh, in india and every day in other countries that are going through oppressive regimes we can see myanmar um and people from myanmar that have been able to speak to as well um it's just a lot about we need to realize that we could be living in the history that we shun in the future uh and so when someone of my age is forming their own opinion i think you know really getting to know what the real situation is without going and speaking to people like oh this is right this is wrong is very important that i know i went into a lot of different different tangents because one political lesson is pretty hard to uh, speak about but that's some of the things that i would definitely want to speak about yes and uh, this point reminds me of a line recently i was reading a book ruled by random means one of very good book i came across with means there is simple line was mentioned it comes to it applies to every aspect of our life even if i'll say you we want that that mug is very good don't touch it 
but you won't you know realize it until unless you will go and touch it and you will gonna touch you're gonna touch it so it summarized that history will repeat itself no matter how much we are learning from our leaders but until unless we are going to do it we are going to experiment it by ourselves and it's fair enough yeah so which political leader you admire much i in our country don't I, say no <laughs> i do not anyone worth of idealization in our country right now the state that we are in the state that we've been in for the past few years is not admirable at all and there is no um leader as such in our country to idealize in any form whatsoever uh, if you talk about leader and you're setting high standards for the world as i guess you're going to set the high standards yeah we should have high standards i think the world should have standards higher than what we are looking at right now this is not what um our country was founded on it doesn't restrict itself at our country you know we are we are seeing dictatorial uh, fascist leaders come up all around the world um and we should look towards leaders like for example jacinda ardern um or you know the ex prime minister of bhutan who i've i've um, listened to a lot through his talks um you know bhutan is one country that is sort of spearheading the um, the world's fight towards sustainability uh bhutan is one of the only carbon in fact carbon negative countries uh they absorb more carbon dioxide than they emit uh, and a large majority of their uh, countries under forest cover in fact in their in, in their constitution itself they have a clause which promises bhutan to be under a certain amount of forest cover so a country like bhutan uh, which is relatively small is being able to uh, lead such a large movement towards sustainability and um, you know a new way of life really should be taken up and it has been um somewhat taken up but not in a capacity that it should be um you know like i mentioned people like jacinda ardern uh, of new zealand she is um she's got a very good um a very cooperative a very representative and democratic way of dealing with things in a country like new zealand there's a reason we're still in lockdown and new zealand is having music music yeah i admire her much i admire her much too yeah exactly. so so i think nothing to admire admire here and there's nothing to admire in general but uh, there are people that we can look towards more than others and practices rather that we should look towards thank you vivan for straight having you and really surprised to see your maturity level at such a young age and you beautiful people thank you so much for listening i hope you get some value today if you have some idea concept or story to share you can dm us at the instagram page of trending diary also we have started a new youtube channel by the name of trending diary show your feedback matters to us i'll see you soon in the next episode till then stay tuned and god bless us all